Welcome to another episode of Spice After Dark. I am your galactophobic, gallophobic, and anti-racism host, Jacob Benson. Joining me here today is the lovely glasses sprout and Brendan Merkel, uh, my friend, and but more importantly, co-host. Uh, so tonight, guys, we've got a, quite a packed show for you. So we're going to start off with just what our weekend was like. It was Father's Day. Then we're going to get in some NBA recaps, some of the biggest playoff things that happened. We'll get in some Kemba Walker, some Devin Booker, and then we're going to do some baseball talk. And right after that, we'll do some NFL quick lightning round pointers, and then we're going to have some suggestions for the fans. So without further ado, Brennan, let's get it. Wednesday night during the summer. Um, I'm drinking Shinerbach. As you can see, I'm wearing a Texas Vibe shirt, and I figured, you know what, what goes good with that? Some good old Texas beer from Shiner, Texas. We got Shinerbach. I'm not doing a, a promo or an ad or anything right now. I'm just super pumped up. I'm on my Roseanne bar on ambient energy for the evening, and I just want to hear exactly how you're doing. I'm doing great, Jacob. Great. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm on my uh, Wisconsin beer grind tonight you're texas i'm wisconsin we're opposite spectrums north and south but uh i got a spotted cow new glarus brewing co and then i also waiting for me next a moon man from the same uh same brewery so we're we're getting we're getting spicy tonight we're we're drinking we're culturing ourselves right we're different cultures right now we're drinking Moon Man, do you remember that Rick and Morty episode? Um, no. Like the, the fart gas that they go along with and he just sings good. I don't watch Moon that. Man. You don't watch that. You're not cultured. No. You don't like keeping mm. up with our generation. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. You do. No. You. But Brendan, I actually have a pretty good announcement that I'm going to make. Um, so, you know that company DoorDash? I do. I started driving for them today. Oh, wow. You're, your boy and your co your your co-host, but the show's host slash producer, editor, director, whatever, um, is officially a DoorDash driver on his side now. And guess gotcha. what? I had three deliveries today within an hour and a half. I made twenty seven dollars off it. Oh, that's not too bad. Not at all, right? No, it's not. I actually over the last winter break before we uh, went back for our last semester of college, I did a I dabbled in the DoorDash community as well. And let me tell you right now, I did not have as good of luck. It would, uh, I'm not trying to bash DoorDash, but, uh, I would get, you know, orders from like two miles away and it would just be so far. I would waste a lot of gas and it would be like $7 orders and I would get tipped like a dollar. And I'm just like, well, this isn't too worth it if you're asking me. Yeah, my first order of the day. So I, so I live like half a mile from a Panda Express and that's where I had to pick up from. But I had to drive it 20 minutes out to Gretna. And the kid I dropped it off to, he just comes out, super long hair, he's shirtless. And he's just like, bro, thanks for the panda. And I was like, yeah, are you Taylor? And he's like, yeah, man. And I just handed it oh, to him and just got in my God. car and drove off. I was like, this is what my life is now. I am <laughs> <It> officially <laughs> – they're sending yeah, me my red card and an uh, insulated ba- uh, hot bag. To put dude, I, I have mine still somewhere. I could have just sent it to you. It would have been faster have two of them. them send, yeah, it would have been faster for them just to send me one. So. It, it took them a while to get it to me. It took them like a week. So For sure. Maybe you'll have better luck. Absolutely, Brian. So 
some other news though. Father's Day, the day of dads. Old news. Old news? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was three the, days being, ago. Being man. a dad is never old news, man. It's no, everyday thing. Being a dad is old, but it's not old news. So how did you spend your father's day? I spent it like any father would love to spend it. I uh, played many games of bags uh, or cornhole for those listeners. Uh, I'm from upper Midwest, so grew up calling it bags. Uh, drank, drank a lot of beer, had some brats, you know, not much else to it. Beers, brats, bags. It's what they, it's what they say up here. The three B's of the biblical Chicago culture. Exactly. The, do you want to hear Midwest what I West dad culture. Yeah. Do you want to hear what I did? I went to I church. Do. I went to work until 6 p.m. And then I went home and grilled steaks and had beers. Let's get to some <laughs> NBA, though, if you're ready for that. I um, am so ready. Kemba Walker was recently traded from the Boston Celtics to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, the interesting thing about this, so most players, when they are traded, they see it just as part of the business. As part of the job, players get traded. It happens all the time. Kemba Walker really took this one personally, it seems like. Yeah, well, uh, it seems like it's kind of a recurring thing for Boston to like just get rid of like their best player. And I'm actually, I'm not going to say best player because Jason Tatum is probably their best player, but they never leave on good terms with any of them. I mean, you had Kyrie Irving last time and now like all Boston fans hate him and he like hates Boston. So I wonder, yeah, I wonder if that's what's going to happen in this case, but dude, the, the, so this is what the trade was. So the Celtics traded Kemba, the 16th pick in 2020 in this year's draft um, in a 2025 second rounder for Al Horford, Moses Brown in a 2023 second rounder. So they're getting like an old Al Horford who, you know, he's played for the Celtics. They, he knows the system. So he'll probably be fine. But Moses Brown, he is, hasn't done anything. So it's, that's just like a, a, just a random piece. He'll probably be like a, a third string big man or some shit. But I think it's all, it's all probably about the money here because the Celtics, like Kemba's contract was fat. Um, so they're saving like 20 million, I think, with the move. Uh, so they'll probably just use that to, you know, try and help build more around Tatum because I think Tatum's their man, um, which he probably should be. Uh, he's, he's a tank, but yeah, I mean, okay. See, he, they're getting, uh, getting Kemba Walker. They might be mm-hmm. kind of nasty, dude. They've got a, they've got a lot of picks coming up. So it, it'll be interesting to see if they are just going to trade a bunch of picks to try and just stack their team now, or if they're just going to use all the first that they have to just get like a young team that, you know, hopefully ends up paying off, but yeah, yeah I don't know. So here's the thing. I think they definitely thought that Campbell Walker was worth a draft pick for next year. And I do think that they solely got Al Horford just to help out uh, Jason Tatum. Yeah. So, and I think, I think that the just, you know, getting, getting that veteran and like a dude who's worked well with the Celtics in the past, um, it's probably a better piece than Kemba uh, to like trying to build around one guy because you know Kemba Walker is another superstar level player right. to where you know you've seen we've seen how it hasn't worked yet for the Trailblazers like they've got uh, Damian Lillard they've got 
CJ McCollum. Like there, it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the off season as well. I think we'll eventually be seeing um, McCollum or Lillard delts, but yeah, I mean, I like Kemba man. I feel bad that he's got to go to OKC, but a little fun. Yeah. They, they were, uh, before this, they were rumored to maybe be going after, uh, a guard in the draft, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, the draft lottery was yesterday, but we haven't really, uh, we haven't delved too deep into that yet. So, um, once that that comes around in july so we'll uh we'll be doing some some good studying on that absolutely so brennan uh ben simmons is another person we needed to bring up tonight so real quick to the audience has the hate gone too far or (laughs) is there not enough hate towards ben simmons for his crimes against earth yeah uh dude i i personally think that the hate has gotten a little much. Um, I mean, I hope this dude is in a good mental state because if I was getting this amount of hate online and, and just like in person, you know, people are just talking about how much Ben Simmons just sucks left and right. If I just was just constantly hearing that, Dude, I don't know if I could take it. I think his paychecks speak for themselves, though. I'm pretty sure he's just like, yeah, the money's worth it. So here's the thing between getting hate in the NBA. You got guys like Trey Young. They adore this kind of talk. Oh, yeah. They thrive. They thrive thrive. off of people doing this. They monetize this. And here's the thing, too. Um, I have never seen more athletes slandered on social media in the last week alone other than Ben Simmons and Trey Young. Yeah, but Trey Young... It's completely different. It is completely different. Ben Simmons is like, dude, you suck. You should kill yourself. Like that's literally what people are saying. Absolutely. They're saying that they're saying, no, he shouldn't do that. But they're saying like, yo, this dude should, you know, put this guy on the Shanghai Sharks roster, you know, (laughs) Um, which is like the team, I think from like 2K19 that your player goes to before he makes the uh, NBA. (laughs) Shanghai Sharks. Wait, is that the DJ one? Um, or your character's literally a DJ instead of an actual basketball player? Oh no, no, I don't think it's that one. Okay. But, God, that game sucked. But yeah, no, Ben Simmons, he now holds the lowest free throw percentage in NBA playoff history. Um, worse than Shaq, you know. Um, like he was so down he's just so in his head, so down bad in his head that he was just like couldn't bring himself to shoot the ball. Um, it's like he was wearing a shot collar. And knew like if he shot the ball, like Doc Rivers would would shock him for it or something. Um, like, I mean, you know, it's bad when you're at the free throw line and you shoot fifty percent, and the crowd just goes crazy. Like that's when you know there's room it's, for improvement. There's definitely a lot of room for improvement. But I mean, yeah, no, I I do feel bad for him. Um, and I think like a lot of people have been saying like he uh, he's still young. I think he's he's 24 so obviously that's that's still young in nba terms mm-hmm. um but i mean in the end ultimately i've already talked myself into if the bulls somehow traded for him and he was on the bulls i would probably cheer for him and i would probably like it so really um, i i'm not i don't condone it but i'm saying if it somehow happens i think i would easily talk myself into the idea like, yeah, the Bulls could fix him. They could change him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but that's probably just being in a delusional uh, Chicago sports fan. Yet no, again. you're just a half glass full kind of guy, Brennan. And, and here's the thing with, so with Ben Simmons and free throws, you know, how pretty much any basketball player well before a game, they'll go out and they'll start taking shots and all this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Does he just not do that? Dude, I don't know. I mean, it's weird because he just <clears throat> skip the training sessions in, in, the beginning of Ben Simmons' um, career in the NBA, he was like pulling up mid-range, doing you know fadeaway mid-range jumpers, like long twos. He still never really shot threes that much, but his like free throw percentage has gone down so much. Even like the start of this season, you know, it wasn't great, but I think he started with like sixty percent, and even then, people were just like, "Yo, dude, what's going on?" And he was like. I'll work on it. Like I'll get better. And dude, it's just gotten, it's gone downhill. He obviously hasn't worked on it. He's like Dwight Howard out there. I think I would rather have Dwight Howard at the line. Yeah. He's turned into a, uh, I'll do it tomorrow kind of guy. And then tomorrow comes, he's just like, I'll do it tomorrow. Like it just, it's a repeating cycle. And it's honestly sad to see because you know, it is, it is kind of sad. Uh, that level. I'm sorry. Sorry no, to interrupt ahead. you, but when no, you're dude, at that ahead. level of skill and play, no, you go ahead. No, no dude, you go ahead. <laughs> when you're at that level of a skill, though, you need to be able to hit that kind of stuff. Crowd pressure should mean jack shit at that point. You are so used to it. You know, you play in like, well, no, he's from he's from Australia. He played in college, right? He played at LSU. Yeah, at LSU. My bad. Yeah. I was actually I just saw that today. Um, so you, you play in college, especially in SEC school. You play in front of thousands of people every single Saturday or whatever the hell your games are. You played for the NBA for, you know, two or three years. You should be used to this kind of stuff. Absolutely. So there's really no excuse. I feel like an ESPN analyst right now just grueling this guy. <laughs> there is no excuse. No, You're I, having a dog shit free throw percentage. I mean, we talked about this last week. We were saying these dudes are professionals. Like, you need to be able to shoot free throws. Um, and I think that's, I think we were literally talking about Ben Simmons last week. We probably and, talked about him more than we realize. Yeah. And I mean, now it's just gotten like, it's just skyrocketed, but I mean, all in all, I feel bad about how far the hatred has gone. Yeah. The dude still messed the fuck up. Like he, he was brutal in that series. The dude only shot like four times in the fourth quarter throughout the entire series. Yeah. I, um, too much of anything is always kind of a bad thing. So, and in this case, too much hatred for a singular person. I'd say the only reason or the only way we should have too much hatred for someone is probably Hitler, right? He's probably <laughs> the one guy that passes that test. But, you know, guys like Ben Simmons, he's, he's, he's a little speck of dust compared to how much hate we should have for Adolf Hitler. So it's also a, a sport. Like, it's a game. Like, I get it. Sport. Philly fans are brutal. Oh, and but... in every aspect. You think, like, the, the Flyers. You got the Eagles. You got the Sixers. Like, literally. And, and uh, the Phillies baseball team. I don't know how they are there. I'm sure they don't have an actual jail cell inside that stadium. But Philly fans be might be the worst Northeastern uh, fans next to Boston. They're, they're pretty brutal. Yeah, they're pretty brutal. So, Brent, should we get to um, the Suns versus Clippers? Yeah, should we uh, – you want to talk about the, the Nets recap as well, right? Absolutely. Yep. So, hey, everybody, news just broke. The Nets choked. 
Uh, so it turns out... News actually, broke a few days ago. News broke that's a choke. few days ago, and that's choke. <laughs> yeah, so it turns out super teams are not prone to win NBA Finals just immediately by building um, superhuman basketball squadrons. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of sad. I honestly, like, I, I think I am in the minority here. I think a lot of people dislike the Nets because of the super team aspect. But, you know, super teams in the past have been... Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of fun sometimes to see these like stars mesh together and yeah. just all play together. In the Nets, honestly, like they never really had that in the entire season. Like everybody switched off being injured, and I just wanted to see them all play together, and they still never did. Like Kyrie was out for the whole series. Like James Harden was out for a few games. Um, obviously, like we saw KD like put it all on his back for multiple games. Um, but KD yeah, dude, was just a monster, bro. KD, I he played like every single minute, almost like two games in a row. Like, dude was just a hound out there. Yeah. So is it playoff KD now? But well, uh, in what term? Like that he just like literally. I'm sure his back is killing him from carrying. Okay. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And honestly, uh, was wasn't I the one that predicted a Nets upset by the Bucks when we were first going through the playoff bracket? Uh, I don't know. And then I, I, I recanted that because you thought it was such an unpopular idea. I went ahead and I recanted. All right. Yeah. Never mind. Bucks are a super team. They'll pro- or the Nets are a super team. They'll probably end up winning. I yeah. was, we were both wrong. I was originally right. But then I, w- I went to the wrong side. See, here's the thing. Robert Frost said it best. There's a fork in the road. There's always a right path and wrong path. And I chose the wrong path. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I was honestly, I thought the Nets were going to pull it out. but. To be fair, I thought like at that point that they were gonna be healthy. I thought Kyrie was gonna come back, and I thought they were gonna actually like try. But that makes me think like next year, like they're gonna stick around and try it again. Like they're gonna run it back. So next year, I have a feeling the Nets are gonna be just as good, if not better, depending on their off season. But I did see a crazy stat. So in the last in the game six. Um, Nets first Bucks, no bench player other than Bucks. Uh, Pat Connaughton scored, or game game seven. Sorry, um, in in the game seven of their of that last game, nobody on the Nets bench scored. Only Pat Connaughton scored on the on the Bucks. And he he hit like three threes or something. You mean the Nets? Uh, no, he was on the no, Bucks. On the bench. Bucks, Bucks. Okay, I thought you said yeah. Nets earlier. So okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Not a single person scored on the on the Nets bench, so I almost just said nuts. Bucks and the nuts. Brooklyn nuts. I the bet nuts. that's I bet that's what they were saying after Game Seven. Am I right? Oh, yeah, nuts. for real. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Brennan, let's get to the Suns versus Clippers then. Let's so is is Jeff Burger that guy? He's that guy. He's that guy. Ben Simmons. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. But Devin Booker is that guy. And here's the thing. He got his nose busted. Bro, he's looking like sloth from the Goonies out there. (laughs) No, that was brutal. That was brutal. That was pretty funny. No, but um, seriously, though. So, yeah, DeMarcus Cousins just shoved him. Yeah, it didn't come from that though. He was he was just getting his ass kicked the whole game because Pat Beverly was the one they like head butted. Yeah, um, and that's and what, that's just, what happened to his nose. And then like yeah, Boogie Cousins pushed him down. I mean, Devin Booker is just like heart and soul on the court every single night, dude. I love him. 
you know what? I, I like to think sometimes when you see two players go head to head like that in on helmet sport, you know, on Mortal Kombat, they have like an x-ray thing. It's just like a super brutal slow motion, like something involving the head or something like that. That's what you would see. If you slow motion that hit, you would just think, oh man, their, their skulls are cracking right now. <laughs> that's a horrible outlook on it, but that's just how I personally feel. You but, know, you know uh, props to him for just getting his ass up. And so he got some stitches and he literally went back out there. Oh yeah, dude. That is Beast. a man that is the embodiment of playing through the pain and rubbing. Uh, I guess you can't say dirt on it because it's an indoor sport, but um, yeah, honestly good for him. Yeah. Um, you know who else is that guy? Uh, a little, little hint. This dude was not even playing in the NBA a year and a half ago. Uh, before that he was on the Shangzi looms in China. Um, China. Ben, ben Simmons future team. Um, then he went to the G league and then he went from the Mavs signing Trey Burke over him to now going 29 and nine assists in the Western conference finals. And that's my boy, Cam Payne. Cameron Payne, for those that don't know, his name is not actually campaign. Like, uh, like what you do before playing multiplayer in call of duty. Um, yeah, no. Or campaign, like the actual word, like, you know, political campaign. Oh, yeah, that would have been a better usage of it. A lot less explaining for me to have to do. But yeah, that no, dude, it's easy to say that he caused pain to the Clippers. Pain with a that, Y and an E at the end. Yes, if in case anyone just needed us to spell it out. <laughs> can, um, uh, can we also say he's that guy, or is he just a close second to being that guy? I mean, in this game, he was that guy. He was he, that guy. Okay. He was the highest scoring player from both teams. Um it was actually the most points he's ever scored, regular and postseason. I mean, dude, he's just – he's absolutely rejuvenated his career with the Suns. Um, I think he, he, he was signed last year um, for their bubble run. And ever since then, he's been, he's been a beast off the bench. So I'm, I'm just happy for him, dude. He, he went from someone in the Bulls organization saying that he does not belong in the NBA and he'll never make it to – now on the best team arguably in the or i said nfl i think um <laughs> you were but, you were close you said n okay but e- either way we're talking basketball so you know what i mean yeah um, now he's on arguably one of the best teams in the nba so it's uh it's an incredible story um so yeah it, him and deandre ayton was also one of those guys out there um he had the the value to win the game that was sick uh last second toss in um that he just absolutely yammed it over uh clippers clippers uh defender so that was that, that was awesome so dirty just saying yammed anything like that should not be a verb you know what i'm saying dude i love it All i right. used to always you, always consider basketball like when a yamming dunk, sport like when we would play some water basketball in in the pool and you dunk it it's, it was always always a yam yeah, it's always a sweet potato. And, and I'm not a grammar Nazi or anything like that, but earlier um, you said – you meant to say rejuvenated, but you said rejuvenated. And I just couldn't get my mind off that for a second, but I just wanted to go ahead and correct you. I don't think I did. We'll have to run the tape back. We'll run the tape. Okay, but real quick. I'm also get, drinking. So. You're also drinking. Yeah, that's strong-ass Wisconsin IPA. I bet you feel really cool doing It's that. not an IPA. <laughs> it's just an ale. Oh, oh it's just an ale. Okay. I have, oh, technically IPA is also now. Okay, we'll, we'll get to Paul George. We'll get to Paul George. So do we owe an apology? After playing 
um, last night now. Because I think he he low key screwed the, he, he low key screwed the Clippers because he missed some very important free throws as well. I'm not saying he's nearly Ben Simmons level. He's not even close. But he missed some vital shots. But it, we also can't grade him off one game. You know what I mean? No, and I mean I will say that this whole end of the last series into this one. Excuse me. Oh, felt that one. Um, Needs an antacid tablet. Against the Jazz, he was the he was the go to guy without Kawhi out there. He's been he's been playing out of his mind. Um, and actually, like leading up to those free throws, he made some clutch shots to put them ahead. So I mean, it is very tough. I I don't I think if you ask Clippers fans and you ask Pacers fans when the last time they saw Paul George uh, miss two free throws in a row, they probably wouldn't be able to tell you. But um, you know that's Boy, just that's just how it how it came down to it tonight. So hey, yeah. the Clippers were down 0-2 in the last series. They came back and won it 4-2. So absolutely can't count them out yet. Playoff B is back. Yep, he's playoff poop from those two free throws last night, but way off P that's what I was, I've been hearing around way off like W A Y F O F F way off. What's up? I, I saw instead of a uh, playoff poop, it was a uh, way off P. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I just said playoff poop. That's just was something I just kind of came up with. So and then that was hilarious. You see me okay. laughing a lot. <laughs> no, but yeah. So I, I guess we, we do owe an apology. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we. I guess so. I won't. I can't call him playoff poop because he's he's actually like carrying his team. He scored like twenty seven points. But absolutely. Um, and speaking of the Clippers, um, sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you mid sentence right there. So I actually saw a video. So Kawhi was coming out of the tunnel, and this kid was like, um, you know, like uh, how basketball players like kind of have like uh, when they're coming out of the tunnel, there's a bunch of people like trying to high five him, shit like that. Yeah. So Kawhi just. He's like kind of very lightly jogging out. He's just like very lightly, so gliding. There, there wasn't a single expressive emotion upon this man's face. He was and using he, zero muscles in his yes, mouth. Exactly, no muscles in his mouth were being used at this time. And the kid's like, "Yo, Kawhi, like, will you sign this for me?" And he's like, "I gotta go shoot around for a bit." And then just like as he's running, <laughs> and the kid stop. goes, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, seriously." You saw the video? I did. I think yeah. I might have sent it to you. You, I think you did too, but oh my god, like Coy, he doesn't try to be funny, but he cracks me up with everything he does. So he, funny, dude. He's not. He's not a clown. He's he's a genuinely funny person without trying to be funny. Because I'm just and a I, I, guy. I yeah, same here. But I I seriously don't think he's trying to be funny at all. Like that. No, that's literally not. just that's just him. But well, I did see somewhere. I think he, he there's a chance he comes back and plays in this game because he didn't tear his ACL. He just sprained something in his knee. Yeah. So I think I think there's a chance he comes back. But, I mean, if it's not for game three and the Clippers go down 3-0, because I think the Suns are getting Chris Paul back for the next game. I think he's probable. So if they go down 3-0, I, I don't see Kawhi coming back and risking any further injury, um, what which if, would be sad. Hmm? Now hear me out. If he gets to 3-0, what if the Suns pull Warriors and Kawhi goes back and they blow a three and they go four zero? Well, the thing is, the or, Warriors no, blew a three like, one lead, right? So, it, so they were never up three zero, but 
Um, but would I, I know what better? you mean. Would this be better? It would be better. It would be better. Because I don't think anyone's ever blown a 3-0 lead. I also got you because I know you're a diehard Suns fan. And I'm actually rooting for the Suns with you because I don't have a team. Not diehard, but they're you're just close. my team. You're, they're your team right now. When they're the just they're the, my adopted team your adopted for team. right now. Yeah. I, you know what? I always could see myself living in Phoenix in the near future. Oh, so, I mean, who wouldn't be able to see themselves living in somewhere that's just warm all year round and yeah. pool every single like backyard pretty much? Yeah, I kind of want to be the Walter White of Phoenix. Um, but hmm. no, you didn't hear that right. But anyway, yeah, cause I, I walked outside. It's been super warm here the last few days, aside from uh, Monday, whatever, that was just ridiculous. But, um, it's just been super hot. And I was just like, I really like this kind of weather. Like I could still wear pants and like not sweat a drop. And I know it's way different in Phoenix at this time of year. It's like, over oh, in the hundreds. But, you gotta, you, you're not wearing pants out. You're always wearing shorts. Yeah, exactly. And Unless you're a freak. Culture. I well, here's the thing. I'm a, I am I am a freak, if uh, if you might say so. But um, yeah, I could just definitely see my. Uh, this is way off topic, of course, but I could just definitely see myself living there. I'm, dude. I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> All right. So right, should Brennan, we talk a little bit about the the Sons other matchup? Four? Let's get to the Suns and Four guy. Oh yeah, because we need to cancel that guy. Yeah, we do. It that, another video came I'll out of him back. of. You know, I think the little hype train for him has passed. You know, I think it's becoming kind of a nuisance at this point. He's had his 15 minutes. He's had his 15 minutes, dude. Just give it up. But there was a video of him at the um, the first game. I think, yeah, it was game one. Um, and just everybody was coming up, taking pictures with him. Um, he was trying to hype up the crowd a bunch. And when he was, like, lifting up his arms to, like, get people to cheer he was wearing the classic sons like no no shirt under the jersey like every fat boy yeah dude had shaved his armpits completely bare and i'm just like bro i was just like dude (laughs) you good bro what are you johnny since but i was just like come (laughs) on man i think uh i think it's time for him to step out of the the spotlight and let let somebody else take it over he's not that guy he is, he's not that guy anymore. Not anymore. Not <laughs> he, anymore. Honestly, like, y- you see that happen. It's kind of sad, actually, because, like... Oh, video, it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. It goes viral on social media. The kid's just, like, all up in his head, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I am Moses to the Phoenix Suns right now, leading people to the promised land. And, like, now, um, like, he's just making any attempt possible to stay relevant. So he's basically doing what Charlie D'Amelio, what should have happened to her, but uh, like you gotta elaborate on that. As in, I wish she was never as famous as she was. I hate that whole family, and I just I want them to fail. But here's I'm, or I'm constantly rooting for their failure. But You're rooting for a 16 year old girl's failure in life, not her failure, her family's. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, maybe that was out of context. But I'll get back to what I was saying. So the sons and four guy, which we, we don't even know his name. I'm sure it's I don't know his name. I think I'm sure it, it's out there, but I think it's got to be something like Zach or something. Oh, you're probably right. Which it's got to be with the way he like dresses and acts. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. probably Zach or Justin. Yeah, I can see that too. for sure. Yeah, but it's just sad because like they they get up all in their heads like, oh my god, like I'm famous now. Like look at me doing all this like fun shit, and then yeah, nobody wants them anymore. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like Andy dropping Woody into. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say that. My life is because I thought it in my head too, and you had already made that, you know, uh, that comparison to something else before. So I knew it was coming. I don't remember what that comparison was, but yeah, it could have been anything. Okay, well, it makes sense in this context, though, right? It does. It definitely does. His his time has been fulfilled. His purpose is is has been used so yeah it's time to throw out the old toys and figure out what we're going to use next yeah i I think i live in a tv show brennan where i have to make references to everything at all times i think i'm literally family guy i i do love how the nba is so good at producing memes like every single game like every big nba game that like everybody's watching that like nba twitter is solely focused on there's always something that comes out of it yeah. And that's that's the thing that I think we can appreciate most in this realm of social media and shit um, is very entertaining online interactions. So, well, and speaking of which, so you know that Adult Swim trend that's going around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Utah Jazz, their social media intern did one, and it turned out really well. Oh, they use the seats, right? In the yeah, stadium. they use the seats. Honestly, like first of all, these social media interns do not get paid enough for what they do. That is some probably not. Thing. But also, I just love how every single NBA like account or NFL, whatever, their accounts on social media. Because first of all, everybody running them is our age. I think I touched yeah. up on this last week, but like um, the fact that they're all like our age too, they're making these teams so relevant on it, like social media. Like we're looking for the next one. You know what I mean? They're Absolutely. bringing so much spotlights to their organizations, and they deserve, they definitely should be getting more than what they're getting. But um, it is impressive. I'll admit that. Yeah, these kids got some promising effing careers. I still won't say the F because I'm in my family's house. But you're a little uh, rat. Yeah, I'm a little rat. All right, be murky. Let's get to the Hawksby Bucks. What are yes, our predictions? Sir. Ah, uh, man. I mean, I'll I'll be honest. I I haven't been a big believer in the Bucks. Um, obviously until, until now, I mean, Giannis is a freak. He's the Greek freak, but I just can't help but think of how fun and very lopsided a Suns versus Hawks finals would be. It would be so fun. Trey young, Trey young, just every single night, dude, it's just like electrifying to watch him. The crowd just gets so into it because they just hate him. And I just I I would love to see just Trey Young, Devin Booker, just battling it out. It would just be fun. I think it would be a great time. They would just turn that in like a gladiator games, like Devin Booker versus Trey Young, and just like throw them weapons on the court and just see. No, like- seriously, I think I think if it was Hawks versus Suns, I think both coaches would just be like, "Yo, just go out there and wing it." If it's like if it's the Suns versus Bucks, like. They're gonna be actually like, you know, running plays, trying to like double Giannis, shit like that. I just want to see just a bunch of guys just going out there and like playing pickup against each other. I think I think that would be like the NBA blacktop. I think that's what's that's the most likely thing to happen. The most most likely matchup for that to happen would be Suns versus Hawks. I will say that guys go out there. If we get that, that will make up for every bullshit thing that happened in the world over the last year. Well, it'll make up for all this. How many times we had to watch the Lakers, the Cavs, the Heat, the Warriors, all these teams the past few years, like just constantly. The Spurs, the 
the Celtics before that. It's been like the same six teams in and out. I know we had like the Heat last year, but that was the bubble doesn't count. But it's like all the same teams that just constantly make it year after year. So to have the Suns versus the Hawks, it's awesome. I that love would it. be awesome. Actually, I'm going to root for that now. But my realistic I mean, prediction- at the same time, also, just because it goes with my point, is like the Bucks are also a small market team. So it, it would still be a cool thing. But, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, at this point, the, the Suns, I think, are the only team in the playoffs right now who's like – they're the most recent team that's won a uh, championship. Finals or championship, yeah. Yeah, finals, a finals win. So, Which is crazy because I think the last win was in like the 80s or the 90s or 80s. I, I honestly don't know. But um, it it's been is a very unique crazy. finals. Yeah, it's been over 25 years since like either team, at least 25 years. I think it's been more than that, but I don't want to overestimate my guess. But um, it, it's all these teams right now are, are not the usual ones that are in it. So it's kind of cool to see. I'll tell you this right now. If the Suns win, I will buy a Devin Booker jersey, a brand new authentic one. Hell, maybe I'll even get a really? draft. Yeah, wow. I, will buy one. I will buy one. I'm willing I, to drop. I might, buy a campa- I might buy a campaign jersey. And we can wear it together and hold hands at concerts. Um, no, but seriously, so my realistic prediction for this series, though, I'm going to say it's going to be uh, – I'm going to go 4-2 bucks. 4-2? Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting because what's the – me and Jacob are filming this as game one is occurring right now. Yeah. Quick score check, 71-69. The third, Bucks nice. are up two. Um, nice. Trey Young is he's balling out there right now. He's got 32 points. Sheesh. You think this will go to seven? <clears throat> he just they just tied it up. So hey, 71, right. 71. Do you think uh, the series will go to seven? Ah <clears throat> oh, man, dude. I mean, if you look at every single series that the Hawks have been a part of, every single every single team or fan base, whatever, everyone's counted them out. Like, even against the Knicks, everyone's like, the Knicks have probably got this one. Hawks pulled it out. The last series, I mean, it's crazy, dude. It, they've just been one of these teams that has just kind of come out firing. They're, they're the ultimate underdog right now. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I, I, I have honestly switched completely on my stance for Trey Young. Um, I, I'm becoming a fan of his, so... He's fun to watch. He's he's the new, he's one of the newest villains I think of the NBA, and I'm all for it. He's the MF <laughs> Doom of the NBA. No, uh, I was gonna say actually, he's more like Shooter McGavin. Mad villainry. No, who would be the Shooter McGavin of the of the NBA? Who do you think? Shooter McGavin. Yeah, like the veteran, like baddie. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody that everyone just kind of loves to like. They love to. Yeah, it wouldn't be Trey Young. I mean, he's way too young. It's, I mean, Shooter McGavin, he was good though, wasn't he? Yeah. So he was still like good. the boastful, like, oh, hey, like, I'm, I'm this guy. I'm that guy right now. And he's just kind of, like, <laughs> you're not that guy. Dude, I'm that we, guy. We, have we been saying that too much? We probably have, but yeah, and well, we're probably we, going to put it in as a clip at the end. I actually so. had a better idea, and I'll talk to you about that after the show. But, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I don't know who I would, I would choose in that in that role i was gonna say jared dudley but jared dudley sucks so um it can't be jared dudley 
Uh, but I mean, LeBron is just, he, he's the one who I just think of right away is just like that. The top alpha tries so hard to be the alpha. So, I mean, that's I think, a reasonable I think answer. LeBron's got a little bit of a shooter McGavin in him. So. Absolutely. <laughs> what was that? Um, all right. So let's go ahead and get to our next segment. So we got the MLB coming up next, right? Yeah. Uh, real quick. What you know about rolling down in the deep when you <laughs> Oh, I got you good. I got you good. Was there a was there a purpose for that? Um, no, I was just trolling you on the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't think there was gonna be that much of like a musical intro to it. So I was You're I, not that I guy. Like, yeah, I kinda lost my I lost the funniness of it. But You're it, not that it was guy, funny huh? to me. Okay. Brandon, let's get to MLB then because we actually got some awesome things going on right now with uh, Shohei Otani. He is the ultimate hybrid. Um, he is the best pitcher hitter probably. I think honestly at this point it's safe to say in MLB history. I think I don't even think that's a, a long shot to say. I know his career is kind of just starting, but he is one of the best I've ever seen. This whole week, I think it started with like a – a two home run day followed by like one home run. And then he pitched for six innings through like five strikeouts next game, hit a home run next game, hit a home run. And then he was invited for, uh, or to play in the home run derby, not like a pitcher's home run derby, like the actual home run derby. I think this dude has like, like 23 home runs on the year. Um, yeah, he says, yeah, he's at 23. So, yeah, he's tied right now for the most home runs in the MLB, which is crazy as a pitcher, dude. Two-way player, two-way player, obviously, but still, that is just ridiculous. There is no one like him in the league. He is one of, like, he might be my new favorite player to, to just root for, you know? I hate to be that asshole, but do they still test for PEDs? I mean, we're going to talk about it right now. Well, there's um, the difference between that and PEDs, though. Like yeah, there is, there is a difference, but I mean... Anytime they, anybody hits this many home runs in a season, I feel like we got to at least check, right? Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, that's true. That is true. But like, it, good. It, it's... They will probably test them anyways, but... I think Jacob's just being racist because he's a Japanese player. Okay. That, <laughs> did you not hear me in the intro saying anti-racism, Brennan? No. I'm just kidding. And baseball no. originated in Japan, by the way. So I'm not saying that. <laughs> yeah. No. So but what I was mentioning Price. was, um, so Shohei Itani has been one of uh, many pitchers that has been a, not victim, but, you know, of this new um, – the this new rule that the NBA has attributed, which MLB. is like, or yeah, Jesus, dude, how many leagues are there? There's too many, too many. Yeah, leagues. there's too many, and we've um, had too many beers. Yeah, so the PGA, um, they've been <laughs> just kidding. Um, NHL, right? Yeah, that NHL, or was it MLS? So yeah. MLB's new crackdown on foreign substances. Um, the players mostly are pissed. Uh, because like the MLB has now put the like the power like of determining what is a foreign substance um, into the hands of umpires, um, 
which like I think this started mo- on Monday and they've already like checked every single pitcher pretty much. Um, so they're inspecting starting pitchers at least twice a game, closers when they enter, and relievers at the end of innings or when they're removed. So and anyone in possession of a foreign substance uh, will be ejected and then suspended. So, I mean, people are saying like umpires are generally unqualified to make these opinions on what is considered like sticky and what's not. Um, but yeah, so Shohei Otani was one of those. He was actually uh, confronted today while he was pitching and, you know, we've seen some mixed kind of reactions from pitchers so far. Max Scherzer yesterday was so pissed. He like, he was, he was test. He was uh, checked, I guess three different times while he was pitching. Oh, see um, that that's a reasonable thing to be pissed off about. Oh yeah. And um, the umps like were rubbing his hair because like he took off his hat and was like fixing his hair, which he's balding so bad. So he barely has any hair. Um, give him the right to check yeah so the the umps like they thought that was a little suspicious and uh girardi who the the or the opposing team's head coach he was like hey like you need to check this guy again he's doing some funny stuff with his hair and so the umps are like all right we'll check him again um and so the the ump literally like went up to him and was like he was like rubbing his hair uh they were like feeling up his like sweaty like balding scalp yeah the ump's probably liked it too right yeah in, in front of like thirty thousand fans so i i actually i like i kind of feel bad for the umps because like i, I feel like they kind of got roped into this the mlb is just like well we're not gonna hire like actual like substance professionals Teshers. to do yeah. this so it's like <laughs> professors yeah professors. um so it's like now it's their job to just like feel up pitchers so they gotta look a man in the eyes like Max Scherzer, who already has just crazy eyes, yeah, and scrape their scalps if they're suspicious. But and um, you know, you see a lot of pitchers kind of put their hands on their pants a little bit to wipe sweat off. Do you think they'll start checking that too? I'm just I'm speculating here, but like I mean, it's so because if you watch a pitcher like play, the the amount of times like they just have these like little knacks that they've been doing just like involuntarily for just so long yeah part of their pitching routine like they'll they'll touch their cap a couple times they'll adjust their cap um it's just part of their routine that they've been doing for so long so i mean obviously players can still use rosin um but apparently shit like sunscreen is like now outlawed because it like that combination with the rosin which is used to like help like better grip whatever um but it creates like a stickiness so sunscreen is now considered performance enhancing by the mlb so the mlb wants skin cancer to happen to exactly but at the same time i mean if i'm a player you know i'd rather have an ump investigating i i don't know if investigating investigating is a, a strong word but you what know i would rather do? i would rather have them checking me like during a game um than an actual like trained substance like official wizard or or professor yeah they're wizards you're right <laughs> so yeah some of these old guys literally you know they haven't felt something sticky in 20 years so oh jesus yeah i'm so, i'm so, i didn't need to say that but. yeah you didn't but we'll keep it in there because it's funny <laughs> okay you're saying no i mean it's just like i i know the pitch the players like the pitchers like they're all kind of pissed about it and i think like you know i'm pretty sure they can check 
like infield players, you know, if they've got guys like multiple guys coming up in into like the the mound, like the huddles, um, like they can check players that they think are suspicious of having stuffed as well, like not just the pitchers. So, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of players are are not going to be too happy about it. Um, it's not like they're using pine tar or anything, you know. No, exactly. So it it it's like it's it's just hard because it's been it's such a like harsh reaction especially within the first like three days of them just checking so many people that it's like in the past they literally had like they knew for a fact people were taking steroids for so long and they just like didn't give a fuck so it's like now for them to just be so like just detrimental like we got to check all these players as many times as we can it's like all right you guys need to relax a little bit there's going to be another mlb strike dude maybe that'd be kind of sick honestly why and and then they they compromise the compromise though would be like all right we'll let the players juice we'll let the the pitchers use honestly the fans substances for sure the fans want to see that kind of stuff happen could you yeah. imagine? Because Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds, you know how fun baseball must have been. Like that was a little before our time, but like you know, can you imagine how fun baseball was to watch with those guys just cranking out home runs after home run and just yeah, like Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, summer of uh, was that ninety six? I think uh, a little uh, around then. Yeah, we'll just yeah, say so. approximately nineteen ninety six. Yeah, but, as generals, we can get it. So that that was like. Like when my dad, my, my dad obviously grew up watching it. So he's, he got to witness it and he's like, yeah, dude, like that summer was like one of the craziest times because it was just like every game, it seemed like there was just like, these guys were just going back and forth, which with who could see who was battling to get that top like home run record. And I was just like, dude, we need that. Yeah, I mean, nowadays, if, that if, if a player hits 40 home runs in a season, it's like insane. They used to just hit like sixty, like, in a game. On. In a game, yeah. They used to just yeah, not really, but still. Honestly, yeah, so. Uh, so are you and I for or against the uh, sticky stuff? We want to be on the same page on this. Like against them using sticky stuff or against the new rules? Both. Aren't they you know, the same? I'm not like for the sticky stuff necessarily. But I just think it's such an annoying thing for the pitchers to have to worry about. It's just like an extra nagging thing, yeah, on their mind while they're pitching. Is like, oh well, I don't want to pitch too good, or else these guys are just going to keep checking me. Which it honestly, like, when you see videos of people like Shohei Otani, like the way they handle it, they don't care at all. Like he was just like happily like letting them check out his stuff which i was like i think that makes how he is as a person though i just love him he's just he's just not good guy most pitchers aren't like that you know what i mean and i would i would be like max scherzer like max scherzer was pissed he was like oh like you're gonna check me again he started like unbuckling himself like about (laughs) pretending like he was gonna strip like for them and i would probably do the same thing i would be i would be mad if i was checked like more than the the times like that they said we're gonna check starting pitchers you know what i mean do you want to hear a funny anecdote to looking like to you're about to strip? So uh, when I was at the Berlin airport, Berlin, Germany, uh, coming back to America in my senior year of high school, I had forgotten to take my belt off going through TSA or whatever the hell they call it over there. Yeah, it's not Gestapo, but uh, so I'd forgotten to take my belt Auschwitz. off. No, 
I did see that while I was over there. But anyways, uh, so I kept walking through the metal detector. I kept going off. So they had me back out. Um, they did have me actually like pull my pants down. And I literally was like, <laughs> first of all, these people do not know how to take jokes. Cause I was like, Hey, you want me to bend over to you while I'm at it? It's like, I was just being a smart ass. I was holding up the line. I was just pissed off that it was happening. And it was literally because I forgot to take my belt off. And like, as I'm pulling on my pants, I'm like, oh shit, that took my belt off. It's gonna be so embarrassing. Cause I literally told the guys like, Hey, you want me to bend over? And they were like kind of making a fuss about it. Cause like, definitely it's not something you should say to airport security. So Ended up Throw just taking the belt German off. Jail. Yeah, exactly, dude. I don't want to be interrogated like that. Like, yeah. first of all, anything that they say in that language is already going to be intimidating enough, let alone oh, them yelling at me. So I just take the belt off, walk through, and everything was fine. I ended up having a beer with a priest that was in my group. So that was cool. But anyway, yeah, back to baseball. Um, so didn't Shoya Tani, didn't he have like batting gloves that he'd forgotten to like take out and stuff like that they also kind of thought was weird because he'd like had them in his back? Did they really? Yeah, there was something like that. Like, so they, they checked him, and then he's like, oh, well, I had these batting gloves, too. And then somebody wrote an article because they actually thought – they put a racist spin on it, that they were checking him because he was Asian. Oh, Jesus. Which was weird. They're like, oh, like, he's got batting gloves on him. Is that a foreign substance, too? And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Y'all need to I, chill. I saw that Shohei Otani, like, brought over a bunch of, like, uh, baseballs from Japan um, to, like – practice with or something for all of his teammates which was kind of cute as well i don't i think they're just normal baseballs but from japan so yeah but yeah it was probably just some like probably just normal baseballs. <laughs> dead deadbeat um Journalist. la writer that was just like who can i just like Cancel. how can i be miserable today you know yeah so, yeah it was probably you know they, they you know they all they've got in their apartment is just a mattress on the floor um and yet one they, plant. they're able to spend money on a large iced coffee and avocado toast every single day that's but, where their money goes not rent yeah exactly so <laughs> it was probably that person all right brennan you know what time it is i do lightning round for our biggest owns and dubs i'm gonna let you go first go ahead all right so we're just uh, doing a quick little recap of uh, some things that have happened in sports and just uh, current events in general that have occurred over the past week since we've recorded. Um, so I'm going to start off with uh, biggest owns of the week. And the first one I got is Ben Shapiro. So <clears throat> for those who don't know, Ben Shapiro, he's just, he's a master at just getting owned on, on Twitter and social media. And Dude, owning can- others. Mm. It's it's a it's a balance. It's it's definitely not a balance. It's probably a ninety-five to five balance. He he owns probably like little girls on TikTok who like don't know what they're talking about. But so in this case, you know, there was a some debate on Twitter where there were some like students or local like government members who were like campaigning for something and and talking about different things like that they think should be banned. And, you know, they were, they were liberal policies. So it was talking about like banning, um, you know, super unhealthy uh, like school lunches for elementary school kids or something, something along those lines. So Ben Shapiro goes and quote tweets it and says like, Hmm, funny, funny how none of these people have mentioned uh, banning crime. And we, as American people, 
to be banned. We, crime. as an American people, funny how none of us have uh, thought of banning crime. Crime is everybody, dude. Dude has just gotten obliterated on Twitter because I don't think he understands. Like, crime is crime because it is an illegal thing. It is against the law, so it should. It is banned. Yeah, Brennan it here goes is, against common knowledge that Brent, it is a Brent banned can, thing. Oh, because he is a master criminal, and mm-hmm. I know the C group and not others do. But uh, yeah, Brennan. So Brennan knows about people. But yeah, go ahead. Biggest biggest own of the week is just Ben Shapiro, not understanding what crime is in that it is actually illegal. Absolutely. Um, so that that was just. It's my weekly probably. Ben Shapiro update and own of him getting just absolutely obliterated online because there will probably be, be more to come for sure. And I will start off with the biggest dub. <clears> so this is so I know we haven't covered the College World Series a lot, but um, just because we really haven't had the time to like kind of keep up with it. But I did watch the Mississippi State versus Virginia game last night. Mississippi State did not score a run nor even had a hit until like the eighth inning. And at that point, wow. they had they, – they, they literally went up. So they were down by five up to that point. And they literally scored six runs and hold Virginia um, into the ninth inning. And I just thought that was one of the craziest comebacks I'd seen. Because, you know, Mississippi State's a top-ten team. They're ranked seven. So, and Virginia's not even ranked right now. So They're choke artists, though. They are choke artists right now. I actually was at a College World Series finals when Virginia won, and that was the most electric night I've seen in baseball in my life. And I will stand by that until the day that I am dead in a casket. But anyways, um, yeah, so I just thought that was one of the biggest dubs that I had seen. Hold this up, week, hold up, least. hold up. Did you say stand dead in a casket? No. I said I will stand by that until I'm dead in a casket. Oh, okay, okay. All right. I'm just careful with my it. words here. I'm always careful with my words, as you, as you know. But, yeah, so I just – personally, that was one of the biggest ups that I saw this week too because, uh, yeah, go ahead for your next one. All right, so I'll go with a, a, a biggest dub on my end in that it's probably been the largest story in, uh, in sports this week, and that is Carl Nassib, uh, defensive end for the Las Vegas Raiders. You almost said Oakland. Um, I saw it. I did. I had to pause for a second. But, yeah, he – he came out as uh, as gay during Pride Month, so he is uh, the first openly gay active player in the NFL. So, uh, pretty pretty cool stuff. Uh, good for him, and it, it the the support for him has been very very positive, and there's been a lot of it um, on social media. I mean, John Gruden he came out. Uh, Raiders also his social gay. media came out nope they they didn't come out as gay they just came out with their support for him um but yeah no it's a it's a pretty cool story and i'm i i hope it becomes like not like a crazy big thing in the future you know what i mean i hope it's just a a normal thing for sure um go ahead because we're not, yeah i mean i like how everyone has just been saying active player uh because you know everybody remembers michael sam back in like 2013 um, you know, getting drafted to the Rams when they were back in St. Louis and being on the team for like a whole, like less than a month before he ended up getting cut. Um, so Brennan just came back to the microphone and I was just saying how it's funny how everyone was just been saying active gay player because Michael Sam was like cut by the Rams after like two weeks. Yeah. And then it came out. He was gay. No, well, no, no. He came out before he got drafted. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Oh, well, yeah, but he's not. He was also anymore. a defensive That's what end. I, Did you see, like, the one person on, uh, I think it was Twitter, was just, like, the first, like, actively gay player, and that's how they worded it. <laughs> like, he was just, like, you he's know, just like, an actively, actively gay, gay person. <laughs> and I was just like, you guys, that's, that's did, not it. Did Jason Collins go to another team after he came out? Or the was the dude who, like, almost killed himself because of it? Because of, like, the the – NFL's handling of it or Jason Paul's is an NBA player. Or that's what you know what I meant. Yeah. No, no, who's the other NFL player? There's only been two. So right now it's Carl Nassim and um Oh Aaron Hernandez. That's who it was. Oh yeah, him too. Well he did kill himself and not because he was gay. That's yeah. he killed himself because he was just not a very good person and he was mentally not right in the head. So um uh, Jason Collins, I don't think he tried to kill himself, did he? I don't. I don't think he ended up finding another team after he got traded or cut or something. A little more time. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So that's basically it. Uh, another thing I was going to bring up is another biggest own on my on my behalf. So Cole Beasley, guys. Um, so the NFL recently we we talked about this last week too. So the NFL came out with the whole uh, COVID policy as far as the vaccination and everything like that. So, and Cole Beasley um, is one of the few players that's actually came out on Twitter and has written a whole notes document saying that he would rather retire than get the vaccination, which is understandable. That is his choice. Um, I'm not saying like, because here's the thing too, with this vaccine, I wouldn't exactly call people that are against getting it just anti-vax in general. I would just say that they are skeptical of the vaccine that came out within like less than a year of production. So, which, you know, that's their own decision. If they don't want to get it, fine. But since the NFL is a private organization that Brendan and I had discussed last week, um, you know, if he wants to be able to have the same privileges, because they're not rights, they're privileges that the Players Association themselves came up with, then Cole Beasley would need to abide by these in order to get by. And since he does not want to do that, and he has openly came, like, said on Twitter, like, I would rather retire, then this might be his last year playing in the NFL. Good. So then Mitch Trubisky can get the number 10 on Buffalo. Yeah, and Brennan would be happy because then at that point, Mitch Trubisky would, in fact, get the number 10 on Buffalo. So, Brennan, that was another one of my owns. Yeah, I, I had that one written down too. But who's, who's, who's more scared of taking shots, Cole Beasley or Ben Simmons? Aha. 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 Funny. Probably, um, probably Ben Simmons at this point with how much hate he's got. <laughs> True. It probably is Ben Simmons. Cole Beasley surprisingly got a lot more support than hate, I would say. Uh, I don't know. Well, at least less death threats. You're right. Yeah, definitely a lot less hate than on a wide scale than Ben Simmons. That's for sure. Yeah, because Ben Simmons was just an ongoing like thing. That's just been like, yeah, something. That was just the last line. It's a brewing storm that's just been happening. Definitely. All right. So the next one I got, I'll do. I'll do another own of the week. So as we as we know, the NFL is expanding, um, and the and Amazon is now taking over. Um, is it? Are they doing the Thursday night football games now, Amazon? or is it Monday night? Yeah, they're they're taking over for one of the the prime time nights for the NFL, I believe, this year. From from and, like now on, or just one night? No, like from now on, like oh, every every week. Oh. Yeah, I know. But um, so that's that's a whole separate own by themselves. But apparently. There's a new Amazon NFL deal is looking to hire Peyton Manning as like the announcer for it. So he'll be one of like the the commentators, uh, you know, up there with 
I can't imagine who else they're going to try and get out there. Jeff Bezos just goes out and announces games with Peyton Manning. They look Papa very John. <laughs> Papa John, too. No, here's my issue with this. It's not, be- and, you know, part of it because Amazon is an evil company for the most part. I will say this. How many annoying-ass Alexa commercials are going to be like, uh, like it's just going to be someone say, Alexa, turn on, like, Monday Night Football. It's going to be like, turning on Monday Night Football. And then she just starts, like, like singing, like, humming the music for it. And it's just yeah. going to be ruined for us forever. No, that's exactly – that's – you better – try and like patent sure that, that idea happen. oh why well we, well i am uh i am a marketing person that's just who i am but no um yeah that's one thing i'm worried about first of all i refuse to believe that jeff bezos was born a human being oh absolutely i not. think bo burnham said it best he is one of those like lizard people from silicon valley oh absolutely that just happened to take over the world there's one day he's just going to shed his skin and he's just going to be like a disgusting creature. No, he's literally going to be like predator or something or a, like or a, I don't know. He's going to be one of those two gross ass things, but um, yeah, Jeff Bezos, I'm sure he already is a predator. So uh, probably we can only hope, but um, mm. I refuse to ever give my respect to him. I, as a businessman, I understand he's definitely made some good decisions as far as, you know, making money, but like, Holy cow, as a person, like he's got some explaining to do. Yeah. But yeah, those were those were the only Owens and Dubs that I had. All right, the, I'll just do some quick uh, honorable mentions. Yes, of um, biggest Dubs I had. USA basketball team is back and better, better than ever. They've got an all-time all-time roster. They've got like Devin Booker, um, Zach Levine, uh, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard. Uh, they've got a, they've got a squad. Jason Tatum. They do have Kevin Love though, which is unfortunate because he sucks. But the rest of the roster is looking good. They're gonna be they're gonna be sick, I think, in the Olympics. So um, another biggest dub is a little guy named Hasbula. He's been uh, taken TikTok by the storm recently. He is a a uh, dwarf. I want to say German dwarf. I don't know what the proper term is. I think it's a little person. So that would be if we're gonna be PC, that is technically speaking the right term. Little person? Yeah. All right. Well I don't think it's actually meaner than midget. Is it really? Yeah. Oh wow. I did not know that. That's why they called Peter Dinklage that in Game of Thrones. They're trying to be as mean to him as possible. Well, that was also in like medieval times, so that was also a thousand years ago. But go ahead. So um, but he's a beast, little 18 year old guy. Um, and I think they're trying to set up a fight between him and like a, like a Ukrainian or something like other fighter. Um, so that's pretty, pretty awesome. My TikTok, my free page on TikTok is just filled with him. Like, you know, throwing out one liners and like punching like grown men in the face and he's awesome. But we yeah, one liners. Last dub is just a quick one. Uh, shout out John Rom for winning the Open. Uh, he just he just had a baby too, so that was pretty cool. He he killed it out there. His like final three holes were like insane putts. So good Absolutely. for him. That was something that was awesome to watch on Father's Day as well. Father's Day, yes. yes. John Rom, what a beast! What yeah, a beast! Honestly, yeah, and I I do have actually one more that I just remembered that I had written down. So um, I'm not sure if you've been keeping up much with the Olympic trials. Um, oh, so. Yeah. My family and I have been watching a lot of the uh, like track and field ones. So we've been watching mainly just the races. 
And so as far as like this, like the track races, guess who's been sponsoring those? I don't know. F9, the new Fast really? and Furious movie. Yes. And I've of seen course. a lot of it. And like almost every commercial I see is Vin Diesel talking about fast. Like the first, like, so after we watched like the race yesterday for the um, 200. You gotta go fast. No, he's like, it don't matter if it's by an inch or a mile. A win's a win, and because uh, they're just <laughs> we just watched like the track races. I was like, oh. that was from the first one. That's a classic. Line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I guess that would be a uh, that would be a dub for Fast and Furious for just getting on the map and being able to like talk about racing in the Olympic standpoint. Because I I, I can't remember because I I definitely was not watching Fast and Furious movies four years ago. But like, was that a thing before this? Like were they were they making like Fast and Furious references <laughs> in prior Olympic trials in America? I have no idea. It's a very good question. I guess they also in twenty sixteen, I don't think they had a movie to promote at that time. Dude, they probably didn't. Actually, wait a minute. No, Fate of the Furious came out in twenty sixteen. Dude, there's been one every single year. No, that was twenty seventeen. So. Yeah, that's that's actually that's factually correct. There's but they actually, lucked out this year with uh just, you know, not a lot of actual like blockbuster movies coming out so that's true like the hot talk of the summer so yeah speaking of um, actually going to the movies brennan you had something you wanted to talk about that you went to last you went to an actual movie last night in person How i did feel? yes i saw the new uh quiet place movie directed by john krasinski beautiful, uh, it, beautiful man. It, i would ve- i would very much recommend he's a beautiful man he's that is one handsome guy that dude just he is a handsome man yeah, I mean, I, my I, face belongs on money, but uh, John Krasinski is a good-looking dude. His face belongs on gold. So oh, no. I was going to say my did, but go ahead. No, too late. So, but yeah, I would, I highly recommend. It's, it's better to catch that one in theaters if you can, um, which you know kind of seems weird. It's like, oh, but it's like supposed to be quiet. Like it doesn't matter. It does though, like because when the loud parts come, it's like whoa, like it scares the shit out of you a little. So. It was a it was a solid movie. It got got the adrenaline pumping. So, and highly recommend. Theaters say, are back. Would you say the silence itself is deafening? Yes, I would. Yeah, that's very insightful. And it spoke a lot about society. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of uh, kind of scarier movies, I actually watched Conjuring Three today because it's out. So I am I am one of the elites that have HBO Max. I have it um, as well. Of course you do. I think you used, my, used my password at one point, but uh, I did. I, our freshman year of college, I used yeah. it to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, you were the reason that my dad canceled it. But anyways, um, <laughs> so I watched Conjuring three today, and I will say this: story wise, like first of all, because the Conjuring movie hadn't come out in like five years, so um, or four years. So it was definitely just refreshing just to see another Conjuring movie because I do like that franchise. I mean, I don't like – okay, there's movies that – the actual Conjuring movies, you know, I do enjoy. But um, the other ones I couldn't really care about. But this movie, it, it didn't really have, like, a huge scare factor to it. Like, I was able to watch it by myself in my bedroom without, you know, feeling anything. Like, Conjuring 2 is definitely the scariest one. But then, like, I watched this one. I was like, you know what? This had a really good story. And this actually was, like – a really big thing um, because this proved like the devil maybe do a defense. Like this was like an actual thing in like a court of law that like really happened. So like, it was actually cool to see, but yeah. Well, what, what is cool about the conjuring movies is like, they've got the chance to like take 
all of these like stories and each one is different like between the warrens which is kind of cool but the reason why because i also watched the new movie and the reason why this one didn't hit as hard as the other ones is like the other ones was actually some like paranormal like it happened on its own this one was like people like conjured like like yeah it was like devil worshippers like conjured demons which i was like all right well i i guess it's like different but it just it wasn't that like for me the first two the first one was amazing i loved it that's honestly like one of my favorite scary movies at this point Mm -hmm. it was so good it's good the second one was a little iffy and this one you know they switched up from james wan who james wan is a beast he's a director of the he directed like the insidious films he directed saw um he he's in a lot of those blumhouse movies so um he didn't he didn't work on this i think he wrote like he helped write this but he didn't direct it and you could tell um it kind of fell off compared to some of the other ones but honestly the ed and lorraine warren i could watch him do anything so exactly exactly all right so brennan that about wraps up our show so real quick just kind of as a closing note so we do know that the nfl season's coming up in a couple months so we wanted to let you guys the viewers decide what segments uh would matter the most and i want you guys to email email me specifically at spicing things up podcast at gmail.com and again that is spicy things up at gmail.com or spicing things up podcast at gmail.com because sorry these shiner box are crazy man uh <laughs> so whether that's uh us doing our like lines again and talking about sports betting because now i can actually bet since i'm not with husker athletics anymore as can uh, I, because I'm out of Nebraska and they allow and me to bet. I can go through Council Bluffs since I'm close enough. But uh, <laughs> anywho, yeah. So if you guys want to just email me some of those segment ideas too, that would definitely help us out a lot. And we would definitely, I feel like we would do, we would be doing more fan service um, in that circumstance because we want to be able to like make sure y'all are able to keep up with us in the NFL season. Because yeah. when it happens, you know, because we started pretty, we started the show pretty late in the NFL season last year. Uh, we we were able to hit on for most of the I season. I mean, yeah, we we caught like the last like five or six games plus the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, for real? Okay, I thought it was way longer than that, but oh, you, no, you no. might be right. Yeah. So yeah, if you guys want to see us through the lines again, we'll happily do it. But like honestly, if you guys, well, and we're probably still gonna do it. But um, if you guys want some awesome like cool like if you guys have any creative ideas too, that would help us out. I'm not saying that Brennan and I are running out of ideas. We just want to see what you guys. Think. Well, no, the the thing that I wanted to know was like, you know. Last year, me and Jacob kind of danced with the idea like, oh, should we do like a, a fantasy football segment? But we were like, eh, we're not like super, super interested in doing that. But like also it was like, yeah, like Jacob was saying, midseason. So this year we're, we're going to be able to, you know, be ahead of the season starting. So where we could actually like, you know, uh, give predictions and previews about it. And I just want to throw out there, I uh, – I had a very good fantasy football uh, season last year in two different leagues. I won one of them, and uh, the other one I was the regular season champ and you know made it to the playoffs. But barring some can't injuries, I, you can't win them all. But I was one for two, and you know I would say like one and a half for two. So um, if but yeah, no, that was just an idea we threw out there. Um, we're I think we're still going to look at you know more of the betting side of things. Uh, look up like which matchups we think are the most uh, enticing throwing some player props but 
we're uh, we're excited nonetheless Absolutely. for the NFL season to start back up. Absolutely. And uh, Brendan and I are actually dabbling with the idea of just doing, of creating our own two man or, yeah, two team football, uh, fantasy football league where he and I just compete against each other every week. And uh, I would, I would mop a million dollars. Winner gets a million dollars. Brennan says he, he winner gets a lap dance from the other. Okay. That's actually a lot more reasonable. But yeah. So <laughs> anything y'all have, just email us at uh, spicing things up podcast at gmail.com. Brennan's still laughing about what I just said. But uh, I was yeah, laughing at what I said. But Okay. I'm sure you were. I'm clearly the funnier one. What um, about yeah, the that- YouTube? <laughs> Brendan, if you ever want to try any that's producing stuff that I try so hard to do, I'm, I'm a I'm a busy man. I work a lot and I got a lot on my plate. But uh, anywho, yeah, I'll I'll get them updated on YouTube. You guys know I'm good for my word. I I got so many already, right? So why not add a like six or seven more on there? Um, absolutely. Yeah, but that's our show. We're also on Instagram at Spicing Things Up Pod, and uh, give, like you know, be sure to give B Murky and I a follow. Uh, we're we're cool. we're cool guys. We post some good content. I'm gonna get some good content on that Instagram too. Uh, but yeah, that's the show. Thanks for stopping by, uh, Brennan. I have something I want to say to these people real quick. Let's say it. What you know about rolling <sighs> down in the D- all right? Yeah, that's our show. I'll see you guys next week. See you guys. What you know about rolling down in the deep?